0: Some questions for you guys to think about. You know, when we're, you're processing or working with your female friendship wound, um, the first one is thinking about what a common theme in your female relationships is. And you can think about the relationships that are successful. You can think about the ones that are unsuccessful. For me, thinking about um, the female friendship breakups that I had had over the years, even from seventh and eighth grade, you know, to a couple years ago, were always centered around trust. Them not trusting me, me not trusting them, me feeling like it was unsafe with them because of trust. So when I realized that pattern, I was able to really think about what ways in which is this being presented to me so that I could heal it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think when you're like, it, it's really helpful not to overanalyze and really just sit with maybe even like hands over heart, eyes closed and like bringing... A certain relationship to your consciousness, and just recognizing the feeling that it brings up, and usually that will be um, easier to to decipher. Another question you can ask yourself is, in these relationships in particular, what would you like to bring more of? So, really, kind of redirecting the intention to like okay. You know, like wound is such a heavy word and sometimes can feel like, oh my God, like, is this relationship done? Like, can I do this? But really like you can absolutely bring more of what you want into a relationship through this work. So what do you want to bring more of? Um, And are you, as women, I feel like we're giving and giving and giving and giving. So really checking that giving and receiving pendulum. So does that pendulum feel balanced? Are you giving too much? Are you giving too little? Are you, you know, not able to receive love, support, attention, what have you? So just checking on the balance of that giving and receiving pendulum in each one of your female friendships.
0: Yeah. And another one is, can you speak your truth in female friendships? So can you be your honest, whole, authentic self? Or do you feel like you're censoring yourself? Do you feel like you're not speaking your mind? Do you feel like you can't be honest with them? There's a lot of that. I think that happens too. And there's almost for me like a barrier that has to be broken Mm -hmm. with my female friendships where it's like, we reach a point where we start to be really honest. You know, there's like a, like a, tipping point that happens where it's like, oh, this is how close we are, Mm -hmm. where we're like saying this. And this is how
1: it's supposed to feel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. And this is how it's supposed to feel. So
0: something for you guys to think about when you're healing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when Lindsay and I were, were thinking about this and just the progress we've made, of course, we're not fully there. I mean, this comes up all the time for me. There are a lot of examples that we can look to of ways in which We've been example or we've been shown examples of a healthy female friendship, especially in the past couple of years since we've done a lot of this work. And we talked a lot about this with Milana and Leticia in our female friendships roundtable episode that we did. Um, but there are such profound examples we've had in our lives. and you know, these are not to shame anyone into being like, we have better friends than you, but really just to expand our minds around what healthy potential relationships looks like. Yeah.
1: So just some examples of that. I feel like in our really deep female relationships that we have now that we are able to disagree and still, still feel safe, you know, which is damn. Sometimes <laughs> I think about like times on the playground, like in elementary school, middle school, or those moments where I felt like if I disagreed with a quote unquote friend that I would be like, out Mm -hmm. I would just be out and I think some of those feelings are still like very alive in a lot of us those you know times we were 12 14 you know it's it could be so real and still playing in the background so you know being able to disagree with friends you know share different perspectives and experiences and still feel safe
0: yeah Another one is wanting the other person to win with like not having anything to do with it. So Mm -hmm. it's not like wanting them to win because your name is attached to a project or something, but it's like just fully, truly wanting them to be as successful as possible. And, you know, for us and our friends, it's like we had our camp almost 30 and it was really beautiful to see our friends really show up and just support us out of the goodness of their heart. A lot attended, our friends attended, they were messaging us how powerful it was and, you know, we don't expect our friends to go to our stuff. A lot of people do a lot of different things. So for them to show up and just like have gratitude for what we were doing and then even like getting messages before the event like, hey, do you need support? Do you need like dinner? Do you need to go on a walk? Do you need to talk? Was really kind and really meant a lot to us because we feel like sometimes we're doing this alone. And I think a lot of women feel like that. We're always like, oh, I got it. You know, don't worry about it. We've got it. But to have someone go above and beyond to let you know that they are there to support you when you're trying to do your best at whatever your purpose is, is really incredible. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, this one's a good one. There's no talking bad about anyone, whether yes. they're there or not. And admittedly, sometimes this is hard. It's an easy thing to kind of slip into. I think, you know, gossiping or shit talking can really make you feel better if that person in particular has like, hurt you. Um, But I do notice how I feel after those conversations. You know, if I'm with someone who is just notoriously always gossiping about people and really wants to vent, I appreciate that they can trust me, you know, to vent too. However, I just notice like energetically that exchange does not feel does not feel very fulfilling to me, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's not like me being high and mighty because I've definitely been, I've definitely definitely gossiped gossiped before for sure. But like the truth is it never feels amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that quick hit and then it's like, so what am I going to do about it? Like what's my responsibility here?
0: And too, there's such a, but it's so interesting with this because there's such a, It's never acceptable, but there is such a something where if the intention, the intention, you know, if it's coming from an unhealed place and there's no excuse to be like, oh, that person is whatever, whatever. So there, I don't know. I'm just what I'm trying to say is like I literally for like years killed myself and would like choke on my words because I didn't want to say anything bad about anyone. And it was almost like detrimental to me because mm. I couldn't express myself how I felt about things. I couldn't be like, ah, oh, that doesn't feel aligned to me. I wouldn't even be yeah. like, oh, that feels unauthentic or that feels like it's coming from a place of wounding, whatever. I literally wouldn't even let myself say that. And I almost like freaking choked to death because mm-hmm. I was just never even letting myself express sure. because I felt like I was ashamed of anything that was negative to say about anyone else and it was a really good practice for me to swing all the way there and kind of not allow myself but now coming back to like the point of like checking in am I in integrity in saying this does it feel like it's in judgment or does it feel like it's an observation of something that's not in resonance for me yes you know I think but I could totally agree like there's no friendships that I have where I ever feel like I leave the room and they're saying anything bad about me and or, you
1: and usually like there's a balance. So for example, if I come to you and I'm like, yo, this person mm-hmm. did this. And there's like kind of this, this brief moment of, of vent. Mm-hmm. And then most of the time is spent on like, okay. Mm-hmm. It, like on analyzing, like, yes, what did I bring to this situation? Mm-hmm. Maybe what they're bringing, what potentially like yes. wounding they're bringing. And it's never just focused on the, like this person's a piece of shit because Inevitably, it just is saying something about yourself at the end of the day. But I do think the balance is more to like, okay, let's like look at the whole picture here mm-hmm. because that feels better, mm-hmm. you know, to have just like a wider scope of the situation and not to be so tunnel visioned into like, this person is out to get me or whatever the case may be. So
0: mm-hmm, 100%. <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah, that whole thing conversation when people are gossiping is really just distracting from ourselves. It's really, just maintaining status quo. This always happens. People always do this and it will always get you back. You know, that kind of karma, unfortunately, unfortunately will always sort of get you back. You know, so talking bad about people is something you never really want to do because you want to be honest with people. You want to be forthcoming and you want to love yourself enough that you feel like, you don't even see bad things in people. You know, that's kind of the thing when you start to love yourself, you don't see as many bad things about other people because you're not seeing them in yourselves. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast